0: Keeping a track of what makes your business successful and knowing how to maintain and improve those numbers is what will help you attract more investors and eventually will help you succeed. You just need to know how to adapt them to your business model. Hi. I'm Karishma Shah, your host for the School of Finance podcast. In the last episode, we discussed metrics like active users, recurring revenue, bookings, and gross margin. In this episode, we'll continue to explore other important metrics required for assessing the feasibility of your venture. Now let's start with the burn rate. A burn rate refers to the rate at which a startup uses their cash reserves. It essentially is a negative cash flow. Monitoring the burn rate is essential for every startup because it reflects how much cash is fueled into operating the startup and therefore, you can determine how long a startup has left before its cash reserves are completely depleted. This period of time is referred to as a cash runway. Now, suppose a startup generates 3,000 in total revenue per month and has an expense of 8,000 per month. The startup's net burn rate is 5,000 per month. Now let's say that startup has 1,20,000 in cash revenue and has a net burn rate of 5000 per month. It therefore has 24 months before it runs out of cash. Now how we derive this 24 month is 1 lakh in cash revenue divided by 5000 net burn each month. Next we have the churn rate. Now a churn rate is a rate at which a startup loses customers. That is the attrition rate. This matrix is important for subscription model companies and B2B companies as they are focused on volume of customers. In particular, B2B companies will have a lesser number of customers, so they will want to ensure that they are retained. Churn rate provides an indication of a startup's customer satisfaction. Undoubtedly, startups will want to know why they are losing customers. Therefore, it's beneficial to survey churned customer to identify their reasons for leaving. Let's say at the start of January, Startup X has 500 customers and at the end of January, it has 450 customers. The Startup X therefore has a customer churn rate of 10%. Next we'll explore the customer acquisition cost. Now customer acquisition cost is a total cost that a startup will incur in obtaining a new customer. Now, this is reflected on per customer or per user basis, though this seems simple enough. It's important to distinguish between paid customer acquisition cost, which only considers new customers or users obtained as a result of paid marketing campaigns and blended customer acquisition cost, which considers all new customers obtained, including those gained organically. From the perspective of a VC, blended CAC is more useful metric as it shows whether a startup can grow its customer acquisition at scale over time. For instance, in January, startup expends a total of 5000 including paid advertisement, employees and overheads on their marketing and sales campaign and as a result acquires 200 new customers. Therefore, Startup X blended CAC is 25 per customer, which includes all the cost and not just the cost of paid advertisements. Next, we have the gross merchandise value. The gross merchandise value refers to the total amount made from sales over a period of time, which is particularly important to startups with marketplace or e-commerce business model. Although gross merchandise value provides an insight into growth, it cannot be used in isolation as it doesn't reveal whether the startup is actually generating a profit from the sales made. Now the GMV should also be distinguished from the revenue, which only reflects a portion of the GMV. Let's say over the course of 12 months, startup X makes a 3000 sales of product Y, which is priced at 20 per unit. Now, Startup X's GMV for that 12-month period is 60,000 rupees. Next, we look at the retention rate. Now, the retention rate is the rate at which startup retains its customers over a period of time. It acts as a feedback for startup's product, customer service, and pricing, as well as the customer's enthusiasm for the product. It would be pointless for a startup to allocate significant amount of time and cash acquiring new customers and users, only to then have them churn after a short period of time. Well, at the end, there are many startup matrix that measure a company's growth. Every company is different and everyone wants to achieve success. But you need to keep in mind that fast growth doesn't mean you'll achieve success and stay there for good. Maybe a more gradual growth will let you see every aspect of your startup's progress and detect what needs to change in order to achieve real success. Well, that's all for today folks. If you found this episode informative, share it with your friends. See you until next time.